Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am just delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, being your kindest and strongest self, with our amazing guest, Joy Lynn, joining us from Malaysia. And being your kindest and strongest self is all about knowing yourself and loving yourself. To thine own self be true is a well-known proverbial expression. It is important to know thyself, your character strengths, talents, abilities, and areas for improvement. This enables you to understand yourself fully, your desires, emotions, and capabilities. And many, so many are searching outside themselves for love and fulfillment. But if you're searching for that one person that will change your life, take a look in the mirror and you deserve someone who makes you feel like the otherworldly creature you are, yourself. And that quote is by Amanda Lovelace. So it's time to awaken your inner self and unblock and unlock the power within. And our amazing guest, Joy Lynn, will show us how being your kindest and strongest self is your true self. Joy is a superpower activator and an empowering strategist for strength, resilience, positive leadership, and well-being. Joy says, thy strengths are superpowers. Activate thy best self. She helps you unlock those superpowers. Joy is the founder of She Network and author of From Zero to Shakti. She is a holistic well-being coach for women trained in heart math, positive psychology, and psychotherapy. She's also a dance Qigong instructor, creator of the She's programs, and in an upcoming book, She's Made for Love, Agreements for Self-Love Empowered by character strengths. So let's jump right in for our amazing conversation with Joy Lynn, again, joining us from Malaysia and a hearty welcome to our listeners from Malaysia and around the world to our show today, being your kindest and strongest self. Welcome, Joy, to Love Life. Thank you, Dr. Jean. It's so good, so good to be here. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> yes, yes, and thank you for being here on your mission to inspire love, self-love. Thank you for the opportunity for me to be a featured guest on your show, She's Made for Love. Oh, enjoy, yes. <laughs> enjoy your work provides countless opportunities for self-discovery, self-awareness, self-knowledge, and self-inquiry. So we thank you for that. So, Joy, can you tell us a little bit about how you came into this work? Well, I think that the work probably began when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, 
Uh, well, when I was a child, it was a uh, it was a very challenging childhood because I was uh, adopted, but um, because the adults uh, did not explain to me that I was adopted, so I uh, had to figure out with my little brain, you know, at that age, um, I, I thought that something was wrong, but I didn't have the words or I guess even the um, intellect at the point to to figure out. So I think for a long long for the longest period of time, I was very puzzled, and at some point, I think like. As I grew older, suddenly, like my my mind joined the dots. I I call it the day my world went black, because then there was when I I recognized I realized that oh my god my my mother gave me up, um and that was like a conclusion that little joy drew, drew on her own. So that was very dangerous place um to be by myself, and you know like so as my young mind was trying to grasp like why like it was unheard of to me because I was young, what. Mothers gave up their children. Yes. Oh my God! My mom gave me up, and I had no one to uh, have a conversation around it. And so, uh, little Joy came to the conclusion um, that wow, I must be that unlovable and that unworthy. That's why mommy gave mm. me up, and that was like my self identity. This very, very disempowering story became my um, my limiting belief, uh, my sense of self for like the next twenty over years. And uh, as you can as you can imagine that that created a lot of chaos yes. in my life because it was internal chaos that was being magnified outwards. You know, that's so amazing, Joy. You know, we construct this personality self, right? <laughs> Around the image of who we think we are based on our life experiences and you, Joy, used your story for self-empowerment and you empower others through your story and you do such amazing work. You came up with this conscious self-responsibility framework and I must say that uh, when you say our response is our responsibility, respond with strengths and activate peak performance and well-being, that's so important. So, how did you come up with this conscious self-responsibility CSR framework? Because it's so important. Um, so I have to say it, it it came from like my work and all the frameworks that I come out really came from my own <laughs> challenges. I'm mean, trying to find yes. a solution for my problem because I think uh, at, at some point the teenage joy was so tired of all the pain, all the internal pain and conflict and chaos that I was carrying. And, and, and I realized when I was a teenager that, oh, wow, you know what? I think that... Um, no one's going to come and save me, right? Like, I don't know what I was waiting for, a guru and a doubt. Uh, no one is coming. I am the one that I'm waiting for. So when the teenage joy uh, had that kind of moment, and I realized, okay, so it's either I take full responsibility for myself because apparently no one's showing up, or, you know, like, it's just all the way down from here. But I was so tired of the pain, and I decided to take, like, full responsibility for my own healing and empowerment they had started the whole thing and there was a lot of mistakes trial and errors trying to find a solution to to have the internal peace and coherence and resonance and so then i moved into um psychology because of my own troubling childhood i was so fascinated with the human psyche because i was having challenges with my own mind trying to find peace there and then I found positive psychology, which I was completely submitted with because in, in the usual psychology, we examine and we're such experts at examining what is wrong with us. 
Yes. <laughs> right? We wanted this order. And I don't know. I think we. I think it's great because it's very important to help people with disorder. But on the flip side, I felt that maybe we went overboard with it. And the positive psychology was so exciting for me because, wow, for a change, we are going to examine and study what is great about us. And I just love that because one of my top character strengths is zest. It's just, uh, it just so empowering, isn't it, to find out what's good about you too. It's not all bad, right? There's light and shadow in all of us. So uh, from the positive psychology, uh, there were several topics that was very exciting for me. And one of it was character strength. So when I finished my postgrad, I decided to um, uh, go into strength uh, coaching because I noticed that it really energized me. It tapped on all my top character strengths, which is the, the way that uh, we should be going about to have peak performance in our work because that is sustainable tapping on your top character strengths or what is uh, very inherent, natural for you. Um, however, <laughs> I was over zesty. I overused <laughs> my strength. So really a lot of yes. like what I do came from my own mistake. And I realized that, wait a minute. I, I, I felt when I was doing my strengths coaching, everyone had fun and felt very empowered. And uh, same as me, as I was very top of mind every day, tapping on my top character strength. But there was this like small voice in the back of my head saying that something's not right, but I didn't know exactly what, and I just charged, right? Just like, no, no, let's use strength. I'm a strength coach, right? So it's so like, like what we see and our image of ourselves really drives everything. But then I went into a burnout because the pandemic mm. came, I was locked mm. down, and then I felt like, oh my God, I'm so blessed to learn, you know, psychotherapy and positive psychology. And I'm a strength coach of all times. This is the time I must support humanity. And I went crazy with Facebook Live and all sorts of uh, psychoeducation. And I'm an introvert. So I burn out big time on tapping on my top character strength. So I... Uh, I was so burnt out. I actually, for one year, I had a phobia of Facebook Live. Can you imagine, Dr. Chigas? I was yes. so, like, over-tapping. Yes. And then during that... Um, burnout where I retreat and I went into a meditation, a Vipassana retreat for my birthday just to, you know, uh, uh, recharge myself and, and, and just, you know, stop saving the world and kind of work on my own well-being. And during yes. the retreat, then uh, I kind of had, had this download and then I realized uh, this huge light bulb moment that, wow, I need to bring in self-compassion it's not just all about strengths you need to balance the what i call the yin and the yang you need to know when it's time to use your character strength and charge right and and, and achieve your goals and when it's time to stop and rest and have self-nurturing, self-compassion. If you make a mistake, the self-compassion part comes in, not using more strength to override yes. your, your mistake. So 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 then slowly then this uh, then I came up with this concept of uh, the conscious self-responsibility, knowing the balance, being, being knowing that in, in every moment, what is it that I need? And sometimes it's not another strength, sometimes it's compassion. Sometimes yes. it's just Come back to being resonance with yourself, take care of your physical body, take care of your mind. And it's not just charging all the way. So um, the conscious self-responsibility, to be honest, I think it's more like for myself. And I decide, hey, I need to extend it out because it just makes sense. Enjoy. You know, I believe we teach what we need to learn most. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, yes, yes. And, yes. and our life experiences, it's, it's, it's amazing because it's, it's prominent in my own life. 
how our life experiences influence our journeys to mm-hmm. help ourselves and uh, search for meaning and to help others because I too, you know, had the background in psychology and counseling and rehabilitation. And, you know, I, I spent a lot of time really doing a lot of self-inquiry, you know, mm-hmm. because at certain points in my life, I'm like, why don't, why, why am I not being fulfilled? What's missing? You know, it's like something was missing. And like you mentioned, I love what you mentioned about how we drive ourselves to burnout because mm. I, you know, I did that myself. Like you said, you can overuse <laughs> your strength and you're like powering on and powering out. And then I look up and I'm like, wow, I, what is it? I'm just burnout. <laughs> so I really, I really thank you so much for that. And what you're mentioning taking responsibility for ourselves and then creating this balance. Joy, you talk about, and I know you're going to really get more into the strengths, but I love what you said about balance because so many times we're off balance. We think powering up and, you know, using our prominent skills that we think we have will, you know, move us forward, but we're burning out. And you talk about in your strength profile, you talk about learned behaviors, And you talk about unrealized strengths, how to tap into the unrealized strengths. And you talk about things that we, you know, we have naturally and then things that we learn. Can you share that? Because I found that to be so important uh, and it will help listeners really tap into those unrealized uh, 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 strengths that they have. Because one of the things that you mentioned also that's so important is how we focus more on what's wrong with us <laughs> as opposed to what's what are some of the strengths that we have. And you've changed that, you know, really to, to highlight how important it is for us to have that compassion and focus on our strengths. So before we move into break, can you kind of tap into that aspect of learned behaviors and unrealized strengths and how we can, you know, how we can know the difference between the two before we go on break? Firstly, Dr. Jane, clearly as someone who is uh, industrious and does her homework, so you, have, <laughs> you clearly know what I'm good at. Uh, so yes. thank you. And secondly, thank you for the question. You just asked one of my favorite questions. Oh, Unrealized strength. That is my favorite area. So for the strength training, the two scientific assessment that I'm training that I use a lot is VIA, which is uh, from Values in Action VIA Institute. Um, so that's that basically focuses on our character strengths, what's innate in us. The other strengths assessment that I always love to do together with it is called the strengths profile. Strengths profile, as you've mentioned, has this very interesting four quadrant and strengths profile is very popular with uh, corporates. And when I explain you, you understand why. The four quadrants is one is the first quadrant is the realized strength, what you're good at, what energize you, and you have a lot of opportunity to use it in your current situation. And then you have the unrealized strengths, which I will touch on later because it's my favorite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, all right. We'll see that after break, but go ahead and highlight those. 
Okay. And then the third one is uh, learn behavior. Learn behavior is uh, the strengths that they, they are more like skills. Skills probably a more accurate word. These are skills that we learn. For example, you learn cooking because no one else in the family cooks. So someone has to cook and you develop the skill of, learn, uh, of cooking. However, you're good at it because, well, it's a skill, right? We have accumulated a, a, a lifelong uh, full, a box full of skills because of necessity. So we're good at it. However, it does not necessarily energize us. So those are learned behavior. And then finally, uh, this is the this is the quadrant that my my clients are, are most are most fearful of weaknesses. Nobody wants to talk about their weaknesses. However, what I love about the strengths profile, besides the, the unrealized strength quadrant, is the fact that um, I find it a very powerful way to view your own weaknesses from the lens of strength so you can look at your weaknesses firstly there is the acceptance piece you need to accept that yeah this is my weakness it's fine you kind of need to own it because we all have weaknesses it's really not a big deal so you know it's it, it's just what we all do right we have strengths and we have weaknesses however see it from the lens of um the other three quadrants so that's the exciting part how can i okay. tap on my realized unrealized strengths to overcome my weaknesses so the most important piece uh, to me is the unrealized strength because that is your secret superpower that you are oh. not aware that you have which is why it's called unrealized strength and a, a very big piece okay. a, a very big factor is that uh, currently in your uh, in your current situation there is not much opportunity okay. to tap, tap on this strength that's why it's right. un unrealized Okay, well, gosh, that's a lot there for us to uh, unpack, and we're going to learn yes. more about it when we come back from our uh, commercial break. I'm so excited to hear about those unrealized strengths. So we're ready for a br brief commercial break. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more on being your kindest and strongest self with Joy Lynn joining us today from Malaysia. Joy is the founder of She Network. She's a holistic well-being coach, superpower activator, author. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best selling authors international, news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. 
Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. If you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guests, Joy Ling, joining us from Malaysia on our show today, Being Your Kindest and Strongest Self. And Joy is the founder of the She Network. She's a holistic well-being coach, superpower activator, and author. And Joy, thank you so much for sharing your story, 
how uh, this came into being for you. And before we went on break, you were talking about these strengths. Uh, that you, you were giving us the analogy of the strengths profile. What would you like to continue to share about that? So the the golden piece in the strengths profile <laughs> is in the unrealized strengths. So let's go there a little bit okay, um, sure. more in depth. Yes. So unrealized strengths are strengths that energize you, but you might not even realize that they are your strengths because currently there is a little opportunity for you to apply those strengths. So if you are a boss, you are a leader, or even a parent, now this is something you have to listen closely. Now this, uh, this is what you want to tap on uh, in, if you want to talk about a talent management, you want to increase your ROI, you want to increase um, efficiency or in a family, increase harmony or manage you know your, your your children you can tap on what is their unrealized strengths everybody loves to uh, use their strengths talk about their strengths because it's very energizing we're talking about what's good about us it has a feel good factor to it so when you know what is your unrealized strength that's very very powerful because you know when you have the information that's potential positive transformation that you can act on so uh, if I may Funny enough, just two, three days ago, I uh, redid my strengths profile assessment so I can share what sure. I analyze of my own strengths assessment. So for for my unrealized strength, my top three unrealized strengths for in, in this in in this current context is um, change agent. Change agent mm. is basically uh, the ability to help others to see the benefit of change. Very helpful in my area of work. And um, the second unrealized strength is explainer, being able to simplify things so that is easily understood. And the third is persuasion being effective at convincing others and bringing mm. them to your point of view. So, Dr. G, you can appreciate Truly what I do. For you. Yeah, so I was so excited <laughs> when I saw this and the unrealized strengths are very new because in the past it was a different set. So, so it really moved with your situation and because, you know, we also grow and evolve. So, every time you take the, the assessment, it's very exciting, not just to see what is going on with you currently, what's the current uh, four quadrant, but also what I find a lot of value in is comparing your last quadrant, meaning the last time you take the strengths profile assessment, what was going on and what's going on here. And then you have a comparison and then you want to analyze that piece as well. Wow, what changes? How, how did it happen? Uh, how come this come up and this disappeared? So that's very, very powerful self-awareness backed up by signs. So for mm. me, uh, moving forward, you know, like... Um, with the book writing and wanting to promote uh, more conscious self-responsibility to uh, corporate companies and working on the self-love piece for women empowerment. So now I know, oh, I must tap more on my unrealized strength of change agent, explainer and persuasion. So from here, I can self-coach, right? How and what do I do to bring in more of um, the, the element of change agent in my work? I mm. actually have a hidden superpower of persuasion and explainer. Wow. Maybe instead of doing it this way, I want to change the way uh, I'm doing it in a, another way that will help me tap more on my unrealized strength. So you can see where I'm going with this. Yes. You, 
Yes, it's very energizing. And then you, you, just the very fact that, you know, that you're tapping on your un, uh, unrealized strengths and they're very specific. You're not being random or abstract. It's very empowering even on the psychological, you know, uh, level that you know that I'm, I'm really going in as my strongest self. These are my secret superpower, you know, like watch out where I'm coming, not just with my realized strengths, but also with my unrealized strengths. Isn't it exciting, Dr. It Jean? Is, it is so exciting because... It's like that we have these hidden gifts and talents. And, you know, I know through teaching, uh, I would help students recognize certain talents that they had. It's like, really? You think I really? I'm like, yes, I am so aware that you have that strength or have those skills. So, uh, as you said, it is uh, empowering. Awareness is potential power. And it's important for us to be mindful and Joy, you talk about being in alignment uh, with our heart, mind, and body. What does that look like? Because sometimes aren't we in conflict with our strengths? Like, for example, uh, the overuse or underuse or not speaking up for yourself or maybe being too, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, open or, or, or whatever. How do we come into alignment and balance to make it work for us and to use our strengths I, I would say harmoniously. Mm. Thank you, Jane, for the question. So mm-hmm. one of the big uh, tools in the playbox for um, CSR, Conscious Self-Responsibility, is uh, this framework that I created called the Hartation Wheel. And the Hartation Wheel has <clears throat> five elements to it. Firstly is the mindfulness piece, which is a very important piece because the first piece kind of... Um, it's the background for all the other parts of the heartation wheel. So we have firstly the mindfulness piece. Second is self-compassion. Um, thirdly is character strengths. And fourth is heart mind coherence and the last one is body mind coherence well for for some people they're all the same because it's about embodiment i like to tease out some slight distinctions because of my training in heart math i think it's good when you can make it even clearer so that you know a normal layman can understand and know how to apply yes so um the last two pieces is very very uh resonating with this question about alignment the last two pieces is also the part of the resonance because in uh, the conscious self-responsibility there are three aspects that I call the life enhancing focus areas and that's the first piece is compassion which is meta and self-love meta meaning compassion for fellow beings and self-love second is strengths uh, character and prevalent strengths and the last piece is resonance and resilience so the last piece is more about alignment so yes we have the compassion we have the strengths we have the yin and the yang then what then comes the challenge of balancing and constant balancing mind moment to moment mindfulness that is the the last piece resonance and when you have resonance naturally um you know resilient just flourish it's organic you don't even have to do anything about resilience isn't that awesome so i yes. want it i want it to be like natural just focus on tapping on your strengths and being mindful of practicing self-compassion have some basic skills for resonance like you know the hot math techniques and managing your own e- emotion emotion regulation is a very huge piece because as much as we like to think we are rational we are absolutely not we are emotional creatures so 
so the emotion is the part that is most uh, erratic, is the part that is creating the most internal chaos. A lot of our destructive destructive thoughts actually come from our emotions. So if you can address the emotion piece, it's very powerful because it probably will also tame your, what I like to call your disaster mind. So all these pieces <laughs> helps your resonance and builds your resilience. So this is all um, related to alignment. When you can align, when you can align your your heart and your mind and your body, that, that is coherence, right? And you need to have, uh, coherence means peace. That's like the ultimate frequency. Coherence means peace. When you have coherence within yourself, that means you have peace. And what is, uh, in Ayurveda, they like to say, what is within reflects out. What is your inner yes. world is equivalent to your outer world. So yes. if you have inner coherence, if you have peace, you are going to, your energy field is going to reflect that. And then you're going to have outer peace. But it has to come from within. So that is the alignment piece. And um, the, the, the five parts of the heartation will all have a part to play in building, in, in having that alignment. But the most important is mindfulness piece as well, because you need to be aware moment by moment what is it that i need to adjust to align myself back to my center joy i love uh, self-inquiry self-introspection and self-reflection uh, because for me it helps me be more mindful and even in books that i've written i do a lot of exercises and i kind of take people through a lot of self-reflection and introspection i love what you're saying we have to be mindful moment by moment and I know that for myself, sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, okay, you're, you're not in the present, you're off course. <laughs> and to bring myself back in alignment with, as you say, heart, mind, body. And it, yes. what I find is that it makes me feel better, right? Yes. Why do things that, you call it the destruct, disaster mind, I love it. <laughs> you know, why stay in the disaster mind when you can go inward and find that peace within <laughs> Yes, and and I need to say also, well, you know, uh, the disaster mind is always there. There's there's no like, a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. unless you're a monk, like you, you only live on a mountain, no social can't media, escape. you can't escape your disaster mind. So, you know, in the in internal family system, it talks about all the different parts of you that you need to address. Right? You have the self, which is like your pure self without all these parts. But in some point in your life, you started developing all these little personalities within yourself, and they are your internal family that's why it's called internal family system so likewise whether you like it or not disaster mind is kind of your internal family system so don't uh, don't have an unrealistic so that is a very dangerous place to go as well okay my goal is i must uh, you know eradicate my disaster mind no that yes. is a bad idea you that's want to right. learn how to live in harmony with your mm. disaster mind the mm. trick is that um uh, first is to live in harmony, to, to make sure that you're you're clear about your goal. It's not about erasing disaster mind. Like un unless you're no longer a human, I think that's pretty challenging. Yes. It's challenging yes. for me. I don't know yes. about you. And for me as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's more about being clear. It's not about uh, chasing, you know, this person out of house. It's family. So when you're, I think it's very important to have that clarity. And then the second piece is, um, it's the mindfulness piece again. It's about taking back control. When your disaster mind is driving the mm. car, which is your life, bad idea. However, you can just very firmly, mindfully, the way you do with, say, um, a child that's being very uh, disruptive, you just very firmly but kindly say, Thank you. Thank you for helping, you know, but I think I'm okay here right now. I am taking over. You can see at the back. 
Mm, I am the driver. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes. I, you know, we have to reflect on what are you here to teach me? What are you showing me about myself? And I love what you're saying. It's not like we have to get out of the disaster mind. We have to sit with it and, and really realize what am I to, to learn from this? Why is it that you keep showing up? Because I can't yes. escape this, right? But yes. uh, the important piece of self-regulation is so very important. And Joy, you talk a lot about self-care. Let's talk a little bit about that because so often we get into disempowering behaviors that are not aligned with our own personal self-care. Talk about the role of self-care in all of this. I think the, um, everything about CSR is really about self-care. When you use your strengths, you, you, you are you are taking the path of least resistance because strength is what's inherent and natural in you. When you use your strength, you're energized. So that is, to me, self-care. And the self-compassion piece um, um, is a challenging piece because most of us didn't grow up with role models that teach us self-love. We're like, what is that? Like, I understand yes. compassion towards others, but towards myself, never heard of it. I, I don't yes. feel it. I don't understand it. So this is uh, strangely something that as adults we need to learn because uh, nobody is there to, nobody has been teaching us that. So I think it's a very important piece and that's what makes me so passionate about what I do because I feel like I wish someone told me all this when I was young and I didn't have to suffer so much. I didn't have to close off from the world and feeling like the world is an unsafe place. So again, deriving from my own uh, uh, pain from the past, I really wish that, you know, I think that, that psychoeducation is very important and we need to cultivate that nurturing relationship with ourselves. And just like any other relationship, it doesn't happen overnight. So again, like the mindfulness piece, be patient or you're cultivating that self-love. Don't be like so impatient and beat yourself up. Dr. Jean, you know that that's your that's your character strength in our interview for, for you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And, you know, I teach a, a class on love and uh people who take my class when I we go through exercise we talk about what love really means and self-love and many say gosh I never thought about that for myself I they're quick to say well you know I'm this way to others my children my husband my friends but I never thought about it for myself and yeah. you know it's amazing it's just like what you just said we don't really we're last on the list and Buddha says you know you as much as anybody in the entire universe deserve your own love and affection. So yeah. that's so important. Yeah. Uh, bef before we go on break, I'd like for you to uh, talk about your Qigong training. I know you're you're a trainer, right, for Qigong? Yes, um, I'm <laughs> trained in Qigong, which is uh, 10 years ago. If you ask me, I'll say, no way. <laughs> You had a did you have a class today? I saw your Facebook and looked like you were doing some kind of activity. But you're a Kegon trainer, and talk about the yin yang before we go on break, and we'll come back after break. We have about a minute to break, so just kind of sum up your training and the yin yang approach and how you know that works. I, I learned Qigong is really because the pandemic lockdown became very conscious about self-care and, you know, building resilience. So so it's also part of uh, what I want to do with the including the body-mind coherence piece for the Hartation Wheel. And I actually have another program called Sparks Joy, which focuses on stress management. Stress management, actually, there's a big piece is on the physical body. We need to learn how to take care of 
the physical body. So the qigong, it, the very heart of qigong is this concept of yin and yang, which is light and shadow. Everything has its opposite. And uh, if you notice, um, for those familiar with the, the, the symbol of qigong, there is a dot, there's two dots right in the middle. So yeah. the, the, the white side has a dot of black and, and the black side have a dot of white. So it's, ex uh, it's basically saying that, you know, everything has to balance. There's no such thing as pure light and there's no such thing as shadow. That, and there's no such thing as darkness because darkness is also a shade of shadow. So, you know, that, that's very deep for me when I first uh, have to meditate yes. on that. So it means about balance. So even in the light, there is darkness. Even in the darkness, there is light. So, yes. so this whole yin and yang is basically a balance you know um yang is kind of like the more aggressive energy and yin is like the, the the more like the gentle nurturing energy you need to know when to do what when to give yourself what what is the medicine that you need right now is it more yang or is it more yin so um so i find qigong very beautiful not just as a physical exercise but it has a very deep philosophy and a very rich tradition behind it so i wanted to take back my tradition you know learn more about it and that's why I decided to do the Qigong instructor training. Mm, that is so admirable. I had an opportunity to take a class once and I found it just so refreshing and enlightening to understand more about what it's about and you know the yin yang and how you know it's really all a part of life. But Joy, I think we're coming up on a commercial break. So for our listeners, uh, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on being your kindest and strongest self with Joy Lynn joining us from Malaysia today. She's the founder of She Network, a holistic well-being coach, superpower activator, and author. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change 
and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And with us today is Joy Lynn, joining us from Malaysia. Joy is the founder of She Network, holistic well-being coach. She's a superpower activator and author on our show today, Being Your Kindest and Strongest Self. And Joy, thank you for all that information that you have shared about, you know, the yin, the yang, being in balance and the character strengths. You're going to tell us more about She's Made for Love, right? (laughs) Oh, my latest favorite topic. Yes, please. Okay, wonderful. So, She's Made for Love uh, is an upcoming book that I'm writing. And um, the reason for writing this book is because with all my coaching and training with uh, women, I noticed that um, unlike, say, our 
parents' generation, they, they're very, very remote with the concept of self-love, but because of technology and because of amazing uh, people like um, Dr. Christina, you know, um, it and Brene Brown. So self, self, self-care, self compassion, vulnerability, shame, you know, uh, it's very, fam- it's a concept that women is aware of, but the thing is they don't know how. So yes, intellectually they understand it, but it's very abstract. Self-love is like an abstract concept. And yes. uh, uh, when when I have all these conversations, so I realize, okay, I think that this is where we are at. It's not about telling people about self-love. I felt that what is the missing piece is we need a bridge between um, yes. awareness and um, intellectual abstract concept, right? So we need a bridge, and I realized that the key here for um, the, our next step should be about the how. Yes, I understand self-love. I know what you're saying. I don't know how. And exactly. so so I thought that how piece is very important and I want it to be very embodied as in like um, something that you you know you can do. I think it's really the big word here is do. You can do every day and it can, you know, it can be that cup of tea, it can be that, that massage, it can be that just fierce self-love being your own cheerleader. What is it that you need right now? And it's very realistic. You embody it every day. So I, I wanted to... So when I realized that this is the next piece and I realized, oh, so this is what I should focus all my efforts on. So obviously a book is a very good way to, uh, uh, you know, to spread information. So I realized that this book has to be very embodied and it has to be about the how. Hopefully answer the question of how for some women, um, they can take baby steps towards embodying the concept of self-love with fun, practical um, uh, techniques that is uh, very body um a lot of it is very uh, body-based, somatic-based, so that um, it becomes very real. Uh, having that nurturing relationship with themselves becomes real and not just this vague concept that everybody keeps talking about these days, but I have no idea why it is because I, I, don't, I can't relate to it on my everyday, everyday level. That is so important because the thing that you mentioned that I agree with, and I write about this in my book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, and of course, my Love Mastery Devotion journey, Journal, uh, that love is an abstract term, and mm. people kind of throw it around thinking they really know the meaning, but they really don't. And a lot mm. of, uh, of it is based on conditions, right? I love you until you disappoint me, <laughs> right? You know, mm. so... You know, love, uh, what you're talking about, the, the agreements, embodying love is so important. And, you know, I believe that as we understand what love really means, apply it to our lives. And for me, I have this recipe uh, of the ingredients of love. And if we, you know, live it, embody it, it becomes our natural state of being. And I kind of know when I'm off track. You know, it helps you be mindful. And I love that you're writing this new book that is going to be very practical, right? Yes. To help people yes. learn about, you know, how to go about loving yourself. So the the basic structure of the book is there is this 10 agreements that I'm offering to you. As a guideline, you do, you can change your agreement to see what, what resonates with you. But this is the 10 agreement that I call, like, this is your inner wise counselor. Every time, check in with these 10 agreements. And I've done that for myself for maybe months before I decide, okay, it really works and I want to write this book. So it, it wasn't like, you know, intellectual. I needed to, I needed to feel that that I could like it's workable in my own life and I found it very powerful 
powerful sometimes when, you know, maybe so-called unpleasant incidents happen or you have some uh, things that you're stressed about during the day. And I notice how on different day when I have this, like I have this um, uh, self-love ritual that I do that is based on a 10 agreement. I find that based on what happened during the day, different agreement will speak to me and it will bring me back into alignment, back into mm. resonance. So I found it very powerful because how nice to come back into alignment every day before you go to bed. Maybe you don't have time to have that chat with a friend to vent, but you don't have to now because now you have another resource, which is like this 10 agreement as your inner wise counselor. So um, can I share a very quick sure, story? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, so one of the agreement uh, in, in She's Made for Love is um, um, the second agreement is my best is good enough. That's a huge piece mm. for women because we're always never good enough. And yes. uh, no matter what we do, we're not satisfied with ourselves. Our performance is like more, 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 better, better, better. This whole perfectionist piece. Otherwise, I feel shame and, and so on. So uh, so there was this incident that happened and I was very, I was, I was, I was very upset because... Um, I didn't get the desired outcome that I want, although I put in so much effort. So, but because I didn't get the outcome that I want, I was like so upset with myself. And then I went to do my um, every night. I would do my um, self love ritual, and and I will I had like different mudras, hand gesture for all the ten agreements. So, so you you will learn about that, you know, in the book. So when so when I was doing the second mudra, which was for, and then I said my best is good enough like it's just like what there's a light bulb in my mind right and everything like suddenly click that was like yes. oh my god that was like wow yeah yes, my best yes. is good enough i yes. didn't get the desired outcome but hey i really did my absolute best and that is good enough mm. so so in that moment like i I, I teared, I cried because that was so powerful for me to, I didn't even have to talk to anyone, like just the 10 agreement. I came back to myself and I stopped beating myself up just because I didn't have the desired outcome and I didn't acknowledge my own effort. But the agreement brought me back to my center, back to self-love, self-compassion. And then I was like, hey, and then what is the good thing about this so-called bad outcome? Oh, you know, then 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 you start reframing. So so this uh, ten agreement is so uh, powerful for you know really the the alignment piece, the resonant piece, coming back to your center and not be shaken by uh, what's going on out in the world or in your life. You know, coming back to your center just every day, constantly coming back to your center using that ten agreement as your guide. So so that's my personal experience with she's made for love. Mm, I love that my best is good enough. And when you talk about self-acceptance and self-compassion, we have to do that for ourselves. Mm. And I love what you're saying. We're so busy looking for the outer validation or maybe, you know, you didn't get that opportunity or whatever. Maybe it wasn't the right opportunity for you. But the most important thing, I tried my best, so maybe it mm. didn't work out, but I'm not going to beat up on myself about it, right? Yes, my best is good enough. Any other uh, agreements you like that one the most, or is it any others you like to share? Um, uh, very hard question. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. all, all, all ten agreements I think mm -hmm. are, are really powerful, but okay. I I okay. do I think I like the yeah, I find that the the ninth and the tenth agreement um 
most most interesting for me, the ninth agreement is I spark joy. <laughs> so besides that, it has my name, but I just felt that was a very important piece for women. We just we don't play enough. We're so serious, so serious about the roles that we play, and we confuse yes. our beingness, our essence, with the roles that we play. So so we 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 don't have time to play, have fun, and and celebrate being a woman. So that is why I put that agreement inside. Um. For this book, she's made for love because I find a woman, especially, we don't play enough. We don't celebrate our sense of being. And mm-hmm. the tenth agreement is I honor the yin and yang, the, uh, I, which means I honor the light and the shadow sides of myself, which is like, you know, internal family system, your different parts. I honor the endings and beginnings in my life. I honor my strengths and my weaknesses. So to me, this is a very powerful um, agreement to embody yes. in our da- daily life. Yes, those are so powerful. And when will your book be out here? Do you have any dates coming up or what you're uh, still well, working on? It? Mm-hmm. Um, I I am nervous about declaring it. All right, okay, goal. well, we'll the just... We'll is, just... <laughs> yeah, okay. but the goal is September, yeah. Okay, good, good. Well, we wish you well on that. So how can our listeners connect with you, Joy? And do you have a free gift for them? Um, if you email me, I'm very happy to give you a free one-week mindfulness challenge because mindfulness is a very the most important piece in the heart tissue wheel. It supports all the other parts. So if you are game and you're ready for a challenge, you can email me at uh, superpack.joy at gmail.com for your seven-day challenge. In terms of um, social media, I'm on LinkedIn, just my name, Joy Ling, J-O-Y-L-E-N-G. Or you can check out our YouTube at... Um, youtube.com slash superpackjoyling on Instagram I'm at superpack underscore joy alright well thank you Joy for joining me today and sharing all of this wisdom very nicely done a sustainable approach on how building uh, how your strength based living can be so empowering and how important it is for women to take responsibility for their own healing and empowerment. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Dr. Jean, for inviting me. I had a blast. It's yes. really awesome to we talk about uh, things that we are both clearly so passionate about. Yes, yes, yes. And I'd love to have you back on Love Light. So thank you so much. Nicely done. So for our listeners, tune back into the show and listen on demand, share the show with others, and take advantage of Joy's generous gift offerings. Uh, access your weekly love light practice posted on the blog page of my website, www.jeanfarishjourney.com. And for additional resources, access my website, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, consciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, strive to be your best self and find joy in who you are meant to be. Accept yourself with love and self-compassion. It's important to love yourself. You can access my article published in Savannah East on accepting yourself with love and self-compassion where I share the highlights of know your worth, be self-forgiving, and affirm self-love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.